All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for yet another assignment. Again, we ask and we see as we started this morning, there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. Everyone can be OG as we see ourselves in you. And we say, your name alone is glorified as we are edified. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, we've been studying the basics of Christianity. And we are finishing up this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's been a good ride, right? Yes. We're going to start. We're trying to. We're trying to put a finishing thought. We'll do a series two very soon, and uh, let's 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 see where we can wrap up this morning. And we've been studying God's word. We've seen that Christianity is a reality. Christianity is a reality. So to the believer, Christianity is a reality. I would say Christianity is founded on Christ's work of salvation. We say Christianity is founded on Christ's work of salvation. And we said, being a member of a church, attending a crusade convention may not be a proof of appreciating your Christianity. It might not be that proof of appreciating your Christianity. And we said that it is pertinent for every believer to have a full recognition of what Christ has done for us and what he is doing in us and what he is doing through us. It is pertinent for every believer to understand what Christ has done for us, what he is doing in us and what he is doing through us. Hallelujah. So we said that, we said in Romans 1 verse 16, I am not ashamed for the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jews first and also to the Greeks. And we said the believer's daily living is founded on the reality of his salvation. And we said in Philemon 1 verse 6, it says that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in us in Christ Jesus. And also we, we are coming to that acknowledgement. And we say the word acknowledge is from the Greek word what? Epignosis. Epignosis means what? comprehension, coming to a precise understanding, coming to an accurate knowledge of God's word. So we come to that accurate knowledge and we say one of the reality that a believer needs to appreciate is the reality of what? God's word. The reality of God's word. So that is God's word must supersede experiences. God's word must supersede your thought pattern. God's word will supersede visions and revelation. God's word must be supreme. Hallelujah. So we must appreciate God's word. And in appreciating God's word, we said there are three things to, to note. The believer must hear the word. The believer must read the word. And the believer must believe the word. So I must hear the word. I must read the word. And I must believe the word. Hallelujah. So I will say the word of God supersedes experiences. The word of God supersedes experiences. One of the second things we studied was the reality of redemption. How does Jesus has paid our price? Jesus has paid the sacrifice for us. And we said he paid it to the uttermost. He, he redeemed us and we are internally saved. Nothing can make us lose our salvation. We said something, we said, the believer cannot know what hell look like. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can't know what hell look like because you have been saved. You have been born again. You have been called into the household of God. So you can't know what hell looks like. You have been saved. You have been called out. Hallelujah. And we said another reality 
that we looked for, and we say the before we, before we look at that, we say the reality of the believer's redemption is in the blood of Jesus. We said the reality of the believer's redemption is in the blood of Jesus. Another reality we saw is the reality of the new creation. The reality of the new creation. The reality of the new creature. How that the man is born again. How that the man is born of the spirit. How that he is born again. We said our mindset has to be changed by God's word and that we must see ourselves as new creations. Chosen generations, a royal priesthood, a new breed. Remember the seed? Remember that word seed? Remember the new breed? And remember this is so you must stay in the influence of God's word. A believer must learn to stay in the influence of God's word. Another reality we saw is the reality of our righteousness. That this a believer has a right standing with God. You and I, we have a right standing with God. We have a right standing with God and before God, we are without blame, we are without fault. And we said we receive our righteousness by grace through faith. We said we receive our righteousness by grace through faith. And we said that by faith in the gospel, we are made righteous. By faith in the gospel, we are made righteous. We stand right before God. We don't go before God and plead in our sins and say, Oh Lord, forgive me. Oh Lord, please forgive me. Oh Lord, please forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. And you start crying and you start begging and you start saying, God, Jesus, oh, ah, hey. No. We have a right standing with God. We have a right standing with God. It says, Let us therefore come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain favor. Hallelujah. So we have a right standing with God. I 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 have a right standing with God. And without fault. And without blame. And without fault. And without blame. Hallelujah. So we said another reality we saw is the reality of our fellowship with the Father. We said God wants to have a fellowship with you. God wants to have a relationship with you. God wants to have a common identity with you. God wants to have a partnership with you. A reality of our fellowship with the Father. And we said we are sons of the Father. And we have the, son, and we have the sonship of the, of, of the believer. And we said in Christ Jesus, we have fellowship with the Father. He is our Father. We are His sons. So by the new birth, we are in Him. And we have His life. We have a spirit. Hallelujah. And another reality we saw is the reality of the indwelling of the spirit the reality of the indwelling of the spirit how that we have the promise of the spirit how that our spirit is joined with the lord first corinthians 6 verse 16 to 17 it says that he that is joined to the lord is one spirit with god so we have one spirit with god there is no two separate spirit anymore once we are saved there's no oh my spirit oh this is god's way our spirit is now one with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that means what is within me is God's spirit. What is within me is God's spirit. And we say the Lord has put his spirit with us and we have God's DNA with us. It's just like, and we use the example like of all those shoes that they used to do, Jerry Springer and Maurice. Uh, Jerry, I know of Jerry Springer. I've forgotten the second one. Maurice. 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 Eh? Maurice. Maurice what? Maurice shoe. Maurice shoe. Yeah, the Maurice shoe. That they would be doing you they would first argue and argue i don't know why they used to do that argument first probably we need to ask them that's the first time that we ask them if i ever meet them in this life why do you allow them why can't you just sit down there and just say okay um according to the dna test result this is the father 
Simple. And let everybody go in their house. But what they will first do is, they will first argue and argue and argue. See the nose. It's not my nose. See the eyes. It's not my eyes. See the nose. It's not... After they've argued and beat themselves, finish. And the, the funniest thing is, they like... The, the funniest thing about that show is, they even have bouncers to also help them because they are prepared for people to fight. <laughs> they also have bouncers to help them. But they are prepared for people to fight and all of those things. So, after they finish that one, and I say, according to um no concerning how did they used to do that thing you used to you used to watch it it's like you have experience <laughs> in the case of six in the case of chiamaka versus favor you are the mother so one will not get angry no i will get angry and walk away <laughs> chiamaka will be jubilating that yes yes <laughs> yes this is your child. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that's how God is with us. God is not like that with us anyway. God does not need to argue that through. As far as you are born again, you are sealed with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So we are not having time to, God does not give you time to be saying, no, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm born again. I'm not sure I'm born again. Oh, you are not my father. God, you are my father. God does not have that, that God does not have that patience. If there's anything in salvation God does not have, it is, it is the patience for you to be saying, oh, I don't have this. you are sealed. As you are just believing, you have seen, you are in the Holy Ghost has stamped you, but you are my own. A proof of ownership, a proof of permanence. Hallelujah. So we have the indwelling of the Spirit with us. See, I have the indwelling of the Spirit in me. I have the indwelling of the Spirit in me. I have the indwelling of the Spirit in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we said the only requirement is for everyone to believe. The only requirement is for you to believe. That is the only requirement. Just believe. So at salvation, what was received is the indwelling of the Spirit. And we said the indwelling of the Spirit is life to the believer. Do you remember that? The indwelling of the Spirit is life to the believer. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, we have life in us. 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 You know, we said that time we said that a believer will never know what hell looks like. You will never, you only preach the word and tell people you will perish, but you can never experience it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can never experience it because what you are experiencing is internal life. And we said internal life is not something that is received later on. It is already, you have received it already the very day you got born again. Hallelujah. The very day you got born again, you have internal life. Hallelujah. Say, I have internal life. So you can never know what death looks like. You can never know what death looks like. You can never know because the believer is sleeping. If anything happens to the believer, the Bible calls it sleeping. The believer is sleeping. You can only preach that say somebody will die, somebody will die. You can never experience it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can never know what hell or what, what it means to perish. Just like just that John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will have eternal life. And whosoever does not believe will perish. You will only preach it to people, but you can never experience that word perish. It can never be recorded of you that you perish because you have eternal life. Hallelujah. So if somebody wants to argue, oh no, I don't have it. Me, I've picked the righteous side. I've picked the other. You can go and find out <laughs> what it means to perish. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? I don't have time to waste time with you. You can go and find out. You can quickly die. Now, you can find out what it means to perish. But me, I have eternal life. Hallelujah. Praise God. I have eternal life. Praise God. So we said another reality is the reality in the reality of our authority in the name of Jesus. 
Our authority in the name of Jesus. And we remember we use favor as an example. And we said, favor, this prayer is not about cars. We said that the Father may be glorified in his name. So the glorified in his name cannot be about cars. It is about the work of Jesus. We use John 14 for instance. It says so that the Father will be glorified in the Son. And we said the glorified in the Son will not mean I'm praying for cars, I'm praying for money, I'm praying for us, I'm praying for this, I'm praying for that. No, it will be to undo the work of darkness. It will be to undo the name, to undo or to cast out devils, to heal the sick. And we said when you are using the name, you have the right. The believer is living in the name. The believer is a believer as an identity, has the name of Jesus. We have the name. And we explained that before the four gospels, what the disciples have was a power of authority, the authority to use it in one state. So now, do you know the difference between that now? is that we don't have the power of authority anymore. We have the full rights to the name. It's just like saying, it's just like saying, I gave you a debit card, right? And I say, oh, a credit card. I say, go and buy this in my state. Now, that was before the resurrection. But after the resurrection, the debit card now became yours. It is now changed from your name. It's changed from my name to your name. That is what happened. We are now the one in full charge. Does that make sense now? We are not the one in full charge of the name. Are you seeing the difference? So before the resurrection, we were using, the disciples were using his name in the stead of Jesus. But after the resurrection, we now became, we now gained full ownership of the name. We have full ownership of the name. We are now in the name. So we can safely cast out devils. We can heal the sick. That is, you can touch somebody in Mark 16, verse 15. It says, go into the world and preach the gospel to all creatures. He that believes shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. It now says, and this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall heal the sick. So you can safely say, you devil, get out of here in the name of Jesus. You can safely say, be healed. You can safely say, blind eyes pop open. We can safely say, deaf ear be unstopped now. We can safely say, you the lame will rise up and walk now. In the name of Jesus, we have that name. We can pray in the name, remember? We can make demands in the name, remember that? We can make demands in the name. That means we can undo the work of the devil in the name. Hallelujah. Say, I can undo the work of the devil. I can heal the sick because I have the name. Because I have the name. So we said we must learn to sing more in the name. We must learn to talk about the name. We said the believer does not have chains. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, to break every chain. You as a believer, you don't have a chain. The Bible says, he that is free, he that the Son of Man has set free, is free indeed. It is the unbeliever who has chains to be broken. Hallelujah. We don't have chains. Hallelujah. So you must learn to sing in the name. We don't have to break every chain. To break, what chain are you breaking? We don't have a chain. I don't have a chain. I don't know about you, but I don't have a chain. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible says, you that the Son of Man has set free is free indeed. I am free indeed. I am free, I am free indeed. Am There's free. this song. It says, I am free indeed. I am free indeed. Something like that. We, we, we said a song like, what a beautiful name is it, what a beautiful name is it, the name of Jesus Christ our King, what a beautiful name is it, 
Would nothing compares to this? What a beautiful name is it? The name of Jesus that could not hold you. The veil stopped before you. The silence, the boast of sin and shame. The heavens are rolling. Oh my God, what a beautiful song. The praise of your glory. For you are raised to life again. What a powerful name. What a powerful name. The name of Jesus Christ our King. What a powerful name. Oh, nothing compares to this. What a powerful name. is The name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Beautiful, right? Beautiful. Beautiful. We must learn to sing in the name. We must learn to talk about the name, what the name can do, the authority in the name. I, I, I walk in the light as he is in the light. I don't walk in confusion. You are singing in the name. God in man who died for man. And he rose as a man. So we give praise to God, the man who died for my... You're singing in his name. My righteousness, my master and my king. My comforter, redeemer and my friend. You're singing in his name. Hallelujah. You're singing in his name. Praise God. So we must learn to sing about the name. So what we want to start this morning is the reality of our fellowship with one another. Our reality of our fellowship with one another. The reality of our fellowship with one another. We can simply say offending a local church. The reality of our fellowship with one another. The reality of our fellowship with one another. We can safely call it offending the local church. So the church is the body of Christ. The church is the body of Christ. And this involves members and believers. Members and believers. The church is the body of Christ. And a man is received into the body of Christ when he believes in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. A man is received into the body of Christ when he believes in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. That's the gospel. So look at 1 Corinthians 12. 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 Look at for verse 14. Verse 14. For the body is not one member, but many, 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 many. Or we can start from verse 12 there. It is for as one, as the body is one, at many members, and all the members of that one body, be many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and we have all made to drink into one spirit, for the body is one member, 
is not one member but many look at ephesians 2 ephesians 2 verse 18 to 19 ephesians 2 verse 8 to 19 Ephesians 2 verse 18 to 19 it says that for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the father now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of god so a man is identified with the church by the new birth a man is identified with the church by the new birth a man is identified with the church by the new birth hebrews 2 look at hebrews 2 hebrews 2 Hebrews 2, Hebrews 2, verse 10 to 12. Hebrews 2, verse 10 to 12. For it became in for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. For both he that sanctified, and they who sanctified, are all of one. For which cause is not ashamed to call them brethren. So Christ, by his resurrection, has made us sons. Hallelujah. Christ, by his resurrection, has made us sons. And he has called us brethren. He has called us brethren. His church he has called us brethren. Now, the word church means the called out ones. The called out. Church means called out called out and what are we called out from we are called out from the death we are called out from sin we are called out from this world church means called out ecclesia in the greek called out it means we are called out from death we are called out from sin we are called out from this world we were called to a people we were called to a people so what you know when you when you come out of something let's say you come out of that door now you are going somewhere right so when you we are called out from there, we are called out from sin, we are called out from this world, and we were called out into a place, into a family, into a gathering. We're called out into a place, into a family, into a gathering. So the gathering of the saints is God's plan for the earth. When saints are gathered like this, it is God's resting place. It is God's plan for the earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's God's plan for the earth. Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10 verse 23. Hebrews 10 verse 23 says, Hebrews 10 verse 23. Hebrews 10 verse 23 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promise. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. He says, let us consider one another. He now says, he now says let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. So the word provoke here implies to stimulate. To stimulate. That is, you are staying up something. So the first thing after salvation is fellowship. Look at what I'm saying today. When you get somebody saved, listen to what I'm saying today. When you get somebody saved, 
The first thing on your mind should be how you will get the person to the fellowship of the believers. That is God's plan. That is actually God's wisdom. You know, I've been telling you this for years. It is God's plan. Learn to bring the person, learn to let the person fellowship with the saints. That is God's plan. Don't isolate the person. The person will be provoked onto good works. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? So the first thing after salvation is fellowship. Don't let the person be isolated and be watching online service. There is nothing like that. Let the person come into the gathering of the saints physically. Physically. So we are saved into a family. We are saved into a gathering, into a fellowship. And the word not forsaking implies not altering. Not altering. It means you are not disregarding. Or you are not deserting it. It is a function of an attitude. Some people will wake up this morning now and they'll just say, Oh, I don't want to go anywhere, Joe. Let me just stay in my house and worship God. <coughs> they are deserting something. They are altering something. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why would you disregard the fellowship of the brethren? It is a function of an attitude. You should not have a lycadaisical attitude toward church activities. You should not have a lycadaisical attitude towards coming to fellowship with the believer, towards coming to pray, towards coming to sing, towards coming to feed on God's word. You should not have that lycadaisical attitude. You must always be jumping and ready to go to church. As a young boy, growing up, I used to trek to church. We trek from, from miles away. Some of you who have followed me back home, I showed you my house, and now we trek to church. Young boy, I'll just be trekking. Oh, trekking, trekking. We just because that and and let me tell you something. I don't know about you, but I feel at home when I'm around people like this. I don't know about you. I just feel like I just feel at peace. Even if I have troubles before, I learn to put my trouble outside. Before I enter this building, I put it outside. I just come and participate with what is going on. There is something the fellowship of the brethren does to the believer. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, this you must, it is, you must not exempt yourself from Christian meetings. Look at what the writer of Hebrews says in that same verse 24 again. Hebrews 7 verse says, Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Look at verse 25. It says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. So that is, there were some people, Hebrews 10 verse 25, there are some people who deliberately forsake one another as the manner of some is, but exalting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. So, you must not exempt yourself from meetings. So, the writer of Hebrews was already having us, telling us that the role of the believer in the assembly is to stimulate one another, stimulate love, stimulate good works to one another, stimulate love on one another. We've geared ourselves up to pray this morning, hallelujah. We freed, we steered our, you know, we steered ourselves up by that, by just praying. We spent hours praying this morning. 
That's what's tearing ourselves up, provoking ourselves to good works. And you know, they can, we can also get better. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Amen. So, look at what Paul was saying in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 6, 26. Some of you know I like this text. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 26. It says, when ye come together, every one of you has a tongue, has a doctrine. Let's see. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 26. How is it then, brethren? When ye come together, every one of you has a psalm, has a doctrine, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edifying. Let all things be done unto edifying. Paul was teaching the same truth as edifying. We are edifying one another. Edifying one another. Edifying one another. Now let's go back to our Hebrews 10 again. Let's go back to our Hebrews 10, verse 24. Hebrews 10, verse 24. Hebrews 10, verse 24. See, he says, Let us consider one another. He now says, Provoking unto good work. Look at verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling. The word assembly there refers to physical gathering. Physical gathering. Are you getting what I'm saying? Assembly means physical gathering. I don't know how many of you went to elementary school and you guys do um, a gathering. They, just, they would just do announcement. People will sing national anthem. And I wonder if you did that in elementary school. They did what they did. come together. That is assembling. Then they give you same instructions. Hey, don't, don't uh, pee in this place. Hey, uh, eat. <laughs> don't don't eat, take somebody else's lunch. This and that and that. Uh, just give you all those things and everybody will march. We are marching. Our own is um, Bishop Busey is another anthem. Holy, 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 holy. Bishop Busey is another champion. Holy, 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 holy. Bishop Busey is another champion. I went to the best elementary school in Accra on those days. So if you don't know what you're saying, you know, he knows it. He has to know it. Bishop Busey. Oh boy. I'm a Bishop Buse product. Praise God. Amen. So, it refers to assembling. Assembling, physical gatherings. Literally gathering for things. Literally gathering things. That's what it means, literally. Assembling. You know, it's just like all those warehouse products. We are, they, they call it assembly packer, right? <laughs> assembling workers. They, you pack things together. That's what it means. Assembling. Physical gathering. And the instruction in the scriptures is not to forsake the assembling or the gathering of believers. This, was not, this, was, this is not referring to your devotion. No. It is, we are saying, but coming together as the church, sitting down, feeding on God's word, hearing God's word, fellowshipping with the saints, studying the scriptures, that is the coming together of the church. And this can be referred to as the local church, an assembly. Hebrews 12, Hebrews 12, verse 22 to 24. Hebrews 12, verse 22 to 24. Are you still there? Praise God. Amen. Look at Hebrews 12, verse 22 to 24. But ye are come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the innumerable company of angels, to the general assembling of the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, how to the spirit of the judge of all, and the spirit of the men, or the just men, made perfect. 
You know, says, and Jesus, unto Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of the sprinkler, as we can that since the death of Abel. So the word assembly in this text is the general assembly. It means a festival. A festival. So we are not saved to isolation. Don't get somebody saved and keep them in isolation. Are you hearing what I'm saying? In your discipleship, endeavor to bring them to church. Don't save them and leave them alone. Are you getting me? After being training them, training them, teaching them God's word, guide them to God's, bring them into God's word, bring them into God's family. They are not saved to be in isolation, but to be in a family. You know, we are a family here, right? Hallelujah. You know, we are brothers and sisters here, right? We are one family, one big happy family. Hallelujah. Remember when we were growing up, there was, we, we called ourselves the happy family. That's what we call it. Oh, yeah, that's what we, in our ministry then, when we now created a group, I think of was, when WhatsApp just first came in, we called ourselves the happy families. One big happy family. You know, that's what we are, right? Praise God. We are happy families. The local church. Now, let's see something. The, the church in the book of Acts. Let's see. Let's see the local church in the book of Acts. The, the church in the book of Acts. There was an emphasis on the local church and the main gathering consistently in the book of Acts. There was just one emphasis about it. Look at Acts 1 verse 4. There was just one emphasis about it. Look at it again. Look at verse 4. Acts 1 verse 4. I'll wait for you. Are you there? Acts 1 verse 4. There was just one good, beautiful emphasis in the book of Acts about men gathering consistently. Look at verse 4. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. He says, look as he said, I'm being assembled together. And he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith ye have heard of me. So when Jesus was about to leave the earth physically, he addressed his disciples. He gave them a great commission and he was directed to a gathering. Look at Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. You open scriptures, hallelujah. Praise God. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Mark 16. Mark 16, verse 15 to 20. Mark 16, verse 15 to 20. Mark 16, verse 15 to 20. And he said unto them, Go into the world, preach the gospel to all creatures, and every, he that believeth that is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. That this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up deadly serpents, and if they reject any deadly thing, they shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So after that the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received unto heaven and sat on the eye, and sat on the right hand, and they sent forth and preached everywhere, the Lord walking with them, confirming the word with signs following. Luke 24. Luke 24, verse 47 to 49. Luke 24, verse 47 to 49. Luke 24, verse 47 to 49. And 
that remission and repentance and remission of sins should be preached in the name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I sent the promise of my Father upon you, but he tarried into the city of Jerusalem. See, so he told them to tarry into the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Same thing in John 20. John 20. John 20, verse 21 to 23. Same thing he told them in John 20. 21 to 23. Physical gathering. He spoke to them about the congregation. Look at 21 to 23. John 20, 21 to 23. It says, And Jesus and said Jesus to them, Peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, so send I you. And he said unto and he had said this, and he breathed upon them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they shall be remitted unto them. Whosoever sins you retain, he shall be retained. Look at Acts 1 verse 14. Acts 1 verse 14. Spoke to them about the congregation. Look at Acts 1 verse 14. And all, this all continued with, in supplication. In pray, they all continued in one accord. Acts 1 14. In prayers and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus and his brethren. So some people or some Catholics who believe that Mary did not believe the gospel or Mary did not pray, Mary prayed with them. Mary, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was praying with them here. Hallelujah. She gathered with them. She gathered with the believers. She was submitted under the lordship of the local church. She was submitted under Peter. She didn't say, ah, do you want to know the aminotics of giving birth to the incarnated Christ? <laughs> Hallelujah. She was submitted in the church. So we could see further examples in the book of Acts when men believed the Gospels, the apostles ensured that they fellowship with them. A gathering is usually in a place, interfaith chapel. It is in a place. Why that or what? A gathering is usually in the place, Ephes room, Noah's room. It is usually in a place, a definite place. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's where a gathering is. And the apostles ensured that they fellowship and gather together. Acts 2 verse 1. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were in one accord in where? In one place. Definite place. It was recorded that they were in one accord in one place. A gathering. They gathered together. They gathered together. That's in Acts 2, verse 41 to 47. 41 to 47. It says, Then they that gladly received the word were baptized. Now, these were people who were born again now. They were baptized. And the same day were added unto them about 30,000 souls. Look at what happened in verse 42. They continued steadfastly in the apostle doctrine. And what? Fellowship. And in breaking of bread and in prayers. They continued in the fellowship. So when you get somebody saying, what are you doing next? You are bringing them to the fellowship, right? You are bringing them to the assembling of the saints. Okay, how will they grow? How will they do that? Don't worry, leave that to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? How will they flow? How will they do this? Let them come in. There is something that happens. We will rub off on each other. Are you getting me? Someone who could not speak in tongues loudly, we speak. Are you getting it? We will rub off on each other. There is that fellowship of the saints among us. They continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Prayers, breaking of bread and fellowship. 
Start in verse 43 and fear came upon every soul that many wonders and signs were done. Many wonders and signs were done by the apostles and them that believed were together and had things in common. They sold their possession, goods, parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continued daily in one accord in the temple, breaking of bread from house to house. They were going from house to house, did eat their meat and gladness and singleness of heart and praising God and having favor. And the Lord added to the church daily as such to be saved. So when a man is saved, it is unto fellowship. Are you getting me? When a man is saved, it is unto what? You're not saying it like a minute. A man is, when a man is saved, it is, it is unto what? Fellowship. fellowship. So, it, and this requires a coming together. And this is not through the media. Not through online church. Online church does not make you gather. Online church does make you in the, con- just put you in the confined zone of your house. You'll be receiving the word on your bed and saying, Labaga, Lobogosho, Zuzuzuzubede. Then you do small and come back again. Hallelujah. It is a fellowship together, a coming together. It rubs on the believer. It makes you more better. It makes you more strengthened for much more. It makes the ministry of Jesus do much more on you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Fellowship together. Acts 4, verse 22 to 23. Acts 4, verse 22 to 23. Look at verse 22 to 23. It says, For the man was about 40 years, who whom this miracle was shown. It says, And being let go, they went to their own what? Company. Being reported of what the sheep priests had said unto them. They went to their own. So after Peter and John were trained not to preach, they went back to their own company. The word company there means one's group, gathering assembly just like say something happens to us now public safety comes to us and tell us okay leave wider toa don't come again to wider toa then i come to my own company you are my company right and i report all that public safety have told me are you getting what i'm saying or rochester police anyone i come and tell you okay this is what they've said this is what went back to their own company it means one's group a gathering an assembly Look at verse 29 in that same Acts 4, 29 to 32. And now, Lord, behold thy threatenings. Grant unto thy servant that we... I think we've been using the scripture a lot in the last one week. Maybe we ought to pray this a whole lot. It says, And now, Lord, behold thy threatenings. Grant unto thy servant that with all boldness they might speak thy word, but stretch it forth thy hands to you, that signs and wonders may be done in the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken, where they assembled together where they came again together and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and speak the word of God with boldness. Boldness. That's in verse 32. And that says, and the multitude of them that believe were in one heart. They were all in one heart, right? One soul. Neither said any of them that hurt all the things which he possessed of his own, but they all had all things in common. So the place was shaking where they assembled together. So in the midst of the persecutions, the apostles still assembled to pray. They still gathered. Even in the midst of, of, of life-threatening circumstances. Someone say, okay, but what of when there's pandemic? Can't we gather? With, and the government restricts restrictions. Do you know that they did not say that? They, they only said that you should not gather too much. But you can gather in twos, and gather in threes, at least, I think the, the minimum was five, right? At some point, 10 was the minimum, at least in the United States. At some point, it was in Nigeria that they did 25. 
So turn and use all the face marks procedure. Three people is enough to have a fellowship. Are you getting what I'm saying? Three people is enough to gather. Just gather in your room. We are, God forbid, we are not praying for another pandemic, but if a pandemic happens and we can't gather, some people will meet in the first room, some people will meet in Noah's room, some people will meet in Yadis' house, some people will meet in Chiamaka's house. We will gather like that. Are you getting what I'm saying? The fellowship will continue. We will never resort into doing, okay, now you cannot meet, oh yeah, watch online, everybody stay on your own, this and that. No. It's just like even prayer. How do people pray online? How? You know, we did it one time during the Zoom and I did it. I felt like I backslid it. During the pandemic time, I felt God, what have I done? With I said, no, okay, let's everybody pause, go and pray on your own. <laughs> we pray. Everybody, everybody would have it. When I, when I knew that that thing was wrong, was when we had one group we created many years ago. We had one WhatsApp group we created. So the, the, the group was called, I don't know if I can say that group here, because of the other. I will, I will, I will keep the name of the group because I, I respect the man that created, who put the group. We created, that group was created by one man. So they would have to tell us, be praying, be praying. People would not be typing tongues. They now put that emoticons of fire. Fire on it. Ah, ah. That's when I knew there was something wrong with this online thing. The Bible says speak in tongues, not typing tongues. <laughs> not writing tongues. <laughs> That's when I knew ah, something must have been going wrong. Uh, how do you type shagadalagada? How do you type it? And I'm not joking. People, people legit type it in paragraphs. Paragraphs. They, they will say, are we praying? Are you praying? Are you still praying? 15 minutes more. People say, shugudush. God, where are we? Where is the world turning to? That was where I knew, ah, hey, this thing is a dangerous training. Because how do you want to, how do you want to fellowship that way? How do you want to steal up one another via Zoom? You are Zooming and so sometimes movies beside you so you're on Zoom and they say it's prayer time. If it was Tony, Tony has a way. Tony is coming next week. Tony has a way of having this laptop, two laptops like this. She's watching one movie, she's watching one movie. And in those laptops, there are different tabs of oh, this watching one. And she has a telly open. So you can't tell that person that. Pray on Zoom because as she's praying on Zoom, she's looking at something. <laughs> Are you getting? I don't know. How, I don't know how the devil did at that period. That she's looking at movie like this, in three movies at once. <laughs> I'm not joking. One on the TV, two laptops. One year with different tabs. Open the check one, check one, pause one, pause one. Ah, how do you have a disorganized life like that? <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? So, somebody say, okay, let's pray on Zoom. So, one time you're coming. It's a lie. It's a lie. Your cough is down to recover. You say, ah, what's going on? What's really going on? Or maybe you see your account. Maybe, maybe your Apple has already taken $14. Ah, why? The thing just go cream. Apple. Apple Music. Ah, $14. Or, you know, Netflix account has increased now. Say, $12. I thought it was nine. You cannot be effective. 
can't, can't be effective. Where I hated it the most was Zoom. Within the pandemic, I, 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 quickly, I quickly told us, no, we have to come back to church. At least the restriction did not cease. <laughs> the restriction then was more than, was I think 25 as at that time. Ah, I said, guys, let's go back. I can't cope. When you'll be teaching, you'll be teaching. Everybody will put you on mute. Ah, ah. What's going on? Why are you, why are you muting me? <laughs> why are you muting me? Then I'll say, submit your note. Nobody's note was complete. Especially favor. The reason why I know favor was, no, was not concentrated because we were in the same house. Favor was using me to go around the house. Let's say, carrying me around, using me to Teaching me to enter. This I I knew ah <laughs> I can't teach I can't teach God's word like this. <laughs> Never. Not long. I said, guys, oh yeah, let's return. <laughs> Don't let me backslide before my time. Ah. I mean, you, you can't fellowship and get better than we. It's not possible. How do you want to receive the ministry of the spirit online? How do you want to receive the ministry of the laying on of hands online? How is what spoken to you? How you get it via the airways? There will be, there's already a barrier with the phone. <laughs> but just imagine as I'm talking to you, it's straight. street. But I'm not talking here with you. You will not be having to tell the person, distance is not a barrier. Distance is not a Why? <laughs> Instead of you taking the distance, not that, that's why me, I, I, there's a vow on my life. I travel to Nigeria almost every year because I know what those meetings does to me. It's because of those meetings I can preach today. I know what those meetings does. I won't miss a meeting because I, because I know I have the luxury to watch it online. No, I'm not going to do that. The year that pained me the most that I missed it was in 2019. It was so amazing. It was so odd. I was watching online. I was walking. I, I saw it. I was just making myself say, no. I, I, can't, I can't do this again. Never. Oh, no. This is too much for to be missing. I told myself, I'm going to get my visa, I'm going to get everything, and I'm going to travel. Because there is something it does. There is something it does. How do you want to be blessed? By just staying on your phone and you, don't, you just, you will lie down, put doobie. And just say, hallelujah. The word is growing, the word is prevailing. Are you praying? Inshallah, Rabbah, no, no, we have to fellowship. Hallelujah. Don't you remember say we have to fellowship? Say we have to fellowship. We have to fellowship. Even in the midst of persecution, the, the disciples were still gathering. Life-threatening situations. They still gather together. Look at Acts 5. Acts 5 verse 12 to, Acts 5 verse 12 to 14. Half five is twelve to fourteen. Half five is twelve to fourteen, and the hands of the and by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought. In us is oh, by many signs of the word that's wrought among the people, and they were all in one accord in Solomon's word. They were together, and the rest of the dust of the men joined to them. How the people magnified them, and the believers were the more added to the Lord. Multitudes, both men and women, insomuch that brought forth the sick to the street and laid their laid the beds on the feet, on, on laid them on beds and couches. At least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow them. That's because there's a physical location. Most people were added to their number, yet they kept coming together. Despite the number, they kept coming together. 
So in essence, an increase in membership does not hinder our guardian. It only helps us get more better. Are you getting it? The many we are, the more effective we are. Are you getting it? It does not help us get better. Acts 5, verse 41 to 42. Verse 41 to 42 in that same Acts 5. It says, And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they counted worthy to suffer in the shame. Suffer shame for his name. Look at verse 42. And daily in the temple and in every house, they ceased not. Are you seeing it? To preach and teach in Jesus' name. They ceased not. Acts 2. Go back to Acts 2, verse 41 to 42. Acts 2, verse 41 to 42. And when they gladly, and they that had gladly received the word were baptized. And the same of them were added unto them 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in the breaking of bread and in prayers. They continued together. Look at verse 47. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily as should be saved. There is a major emphasis on the gathering of believers. Acts 4, verse 23. Acts 4, verse 23. Acts 4, verse 23. Now be let go. They went to their own company and reported of what the chief priests as, and elders had said unto them. So this was possible because of the gathering of their company. And not just the apostles, but also the brethren. Everybody was gathering together. They were feeding on God's word. They were praying together. They were breaking bread together because we are one family. Hallelujah. One family. Look at Acts 6. Acts 6. And in those days, when the numbers of disciples were multiplied, there arose murmurings of the Grecians among the Hebrews against the widows and neglected daily ministration. And the twelve called the multitude of the disciples and told unto them, It is no reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. They told them, see guys, we can't, we can't leave the word of God and serve tables. He says, therefore, brethren, look here among you, seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. So the instruction was to look at among themselves. That is, they were to look among themselves in the burden of believer. Look among themselves, not outsider. They are not to call an outsider to come and help them do stuff. So when we are coming together, we are going to work around ourselves. It is within ourselves we get an ocean. It's within ourselves we get choirs. It's within ourselves we get people we arrange this place. It's within ourselves with people that will, that will set up the mic. It's within ourselves that will, that will get the mic, a keyboardist. It's within ourselves that will get a drummer. Within ourselves, they didn't look outside to get things done. Because when we come together, we do things together. Acts 8, verse 1. Acts 8, verse 1. Acts 8, verse 1. And so was consented to his death. And at that time, there was great persecution against the churches at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Jerusalem and Samaria, except the apostles. Except the apostles. So they kept coming together. They kept coming together. They kept going. Yes, they scattered, but they stayed coming together. So the emphasis of the book of Acts concerning the church is the gathering of believers. One emphasis of the book of Acts concerning the church is that people were gathering together even before jesus died jesus gathered three thousand in the wilderness and he was teaching them the gospel he gathered five thousand right we get remember that when he was turning he gathered them he was teaching them three days in the wilderness a gathering of people together so how much more upon the resurrection look at acts 9 verse 31 Acts 9 verse 31 Acts 9 verse 31 then had the churches rest throughout all the Judea and, Jer and uh, the churches rest throughout all Judea and Jer Galilee and Samaria, and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost, were multiplied. Look at Acts 11. Acts 11, verse 21 to 22. 
at 11 verse 21 to 22. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number of them that believed turned unto the Lord, and the tidings of these things came upon the years, unto the years of the church, which was with Jerusalem. And they sent for Barnabas that he should go as far as Antioch, the church. So they were doing things together in the church. Verse 26. And when he had formed with him and brought him unto Antioch, and it came to pass that the whole year they assembled together with the church and fought with the people. And disciples were first called Christians in the first called Christians first in Antioch, the church. They assembled together with the church. That is, they identified and gathered with the church. Anywhere I travel to, one of the first things I look for is a church. I must go to a church, I must fellowship somewhere. It's the church. I remember one time when me and Pastor Ife would travel to, to Missouri one Sunday. We didn't, we just go, we just woke up early in the morning, go there, please. And we went there. We must fellowship together. We must fellowship together. Fellowship. Fellowship together. Because that is the believer's life. Identify with the church. Acts 12, verse 5. Acts 12, verse 5. It says, Peter therefore was kept, kept in prison, but prayers was made without ceasing where? Of the what? Of the church unto God for him, the gathering of people. So imagine you are in a problem and people, all of us can gather for you. Who can? Just imagine, oh, something bad happens to you, God forbid, and you, you will be rather sure that we as believers, we are praying for you. We'll set up a video for you. Because we trust God that nothing, no lives must be lost. Are you getting what I'm saying? We trust God. We rally around, support you with our material welfare. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is the church. That is the church. The church gathered and prayed for Peter. At 13 verse 1. But imagine you don't belong to a local family. That's all. Look at the, at 13 verse 1. It says, and when they were in the church, they were we, and now, now they were in the church that we are in Antioch. Certain prophets and teachers, so in the church, prophets and teachers are raised. Certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas, Lucius, which was called Mania, Lucius, a Syrian Manian, and brought up to the area of the and so. The gathering of the church. The gathering of the church. At 14, 21 to 23. At 14, 21 to 23. At 14, 21 to 23. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lysia and to Iconium and to Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through tribulations enter into the kingdom of God. And when they had ordained elders in every church and they had prayed with fasting and commended them to the Lord on whom they believed, Church, gathering. Have you seen it? There's an emphasis on ev everybody was gathering. Everybody had their company. You must belong to a local family. And it is not online. Have you hear what? Our generation is so spoiled with the social media and the technology that we have at our hands. Just imagine Jesus raising his disciples online. How would they believe? No, no, tell me the truth. How would they have believed? That he really rose again online. Are <laughs> you getting what I'm saying? How would they have been convinced that, ah, no? You know, we read in R15 before that they asserted their life for the sake of the gospel, right? So imagine 
how would they have given their life to somebody that they saw online? <laughs> you know, even dating online, God, there's still a lot of trust issues. Like, hey, God, God, please, I don't even know what she's doing. You have to do video can be checking. Are you sure? Show me around. Check. Let me check. Who is beside you? Who are you talking to? So how much more? <laughs> how much more church online? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we, we have, there is so much responsibility. We, we don't let's live. People are now calling it the new normal. New what? It's the new normal. It's the new normal. Online services. He? We only stream special meetings. Me, I will not be streaming Sunday service. I don't think it will ever happen. People should stay in their church. Fellowship together. Are you getting what I'm saying? Fellowship. Fellowship. If, we, if I said I was streaming live service, you will not be here today. You will not travel down. <laughs> because you'll be so comfortable with, you'll be so comfortable with, ah, maybe it's going to be online. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's how it is. You must fellowship together. Someone say, but what of pandemic? Pandemic will not stop two or three people from gathering. When two or people, three people are gathering, the Bible says it's, the, it's what? It's in their midst. Hallelujah. Gather together. Gather together. The gathering of believers. They ordained every elder in the church, every assembly in the church. So the book of Acts focuses a whole lot on gatherings. Gatherings. Special meetings, teaching meetings, prayer meetings, Holy Ghost meetings. They were fasting together. They prayed together. They solved problems together. They ordained elders among themselves. They picked the kings among themselves to solve situations. Gathering together. That is how you get better. You are enhanced. You are working. You are being... There's no department I have not done in church. I've been an usher. I've quieted. You don't mind my voice, hallelujah? Sure. <laughs> I've quiet before. I've even become, I've done it quiet. People that used to sound like this and say, hallelujah, hallelujah. I've done it. I've done it before. I've done sanitation before. I've done media department before. I've carried <coughs> instruments, set up, do everything. There is no department in church I've not done. Even pastor's protocol, I've done it. <laughs> People that will be standing like this, I've done it before. <laughs> now, the pastor carried the Bible. I've done everything. I've done it. There's no, there's no department, and it helps me to get better. Is he fixing mic? Is he doing this? I've done it before. I had to learn how to drum because of church. I, I learned it myself. It helps you get better. Not physically, even spiritually. You are enhanced. He says, you are provoked unto good works. What I'm doing today is a function of accumulation of many years. I can pray today because I was in a prayer meeting. I can teach you today because I have seen and I've been in meetings where people have taught. Men have trained me on how to teach. Are you getting what I'm saying? I can stand today and usher because I've been trained. I've done it before. I've, I can hold a meeting today because I have been holding meetings as far as I was 13 years old. 
gathering meetings together. Oh yeah, let, let's go and cook rice. Let's go and do this. Oh yeah, how much do we have? Oh yeah, give us money. Give us, I know how to lobby for money for ministry. Because we gotta stand at people's camp. Mommy, videos. This December program is coming. We only have 100,000. I started, my first big money that I counted in my life was ministry, 150,000 there. I counted, I have me and so they said, God, we are rich. <laughs> we should not just hold this program again. <laughs> that was the first big money I counted in my life. I counted it for church. I've, count, I've done finance department, counting offering after service. There's nothing I've not done. But it helped me get better. It helped me get better. So you throw yourself in the flow. You get yourself with believers. Love people. Love people. Don't be closed boxed. Learn to share with people. Fellowship with people. Partner with people. Hey, brother. Look, you, saw, you see a brother come with church with one shoe every Sunday. Ah, ah, brother. Brother. Brotherly. That's one of my friends. I say, ah, I've been noticing you with shoe. Oh, yeah. I caught my shoe plug. Give him shoes. I don't mind how many more, how much him to come. How about you? Pick, 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 pick shoes. How many people want to shoot to church every Sunday? What's your problem, sir? That's why I said, what's your problem, sir? <laughs> Hallelujah. That's fellowship. We rally around for one another. We identify with one another. We pray together. We are in there, we are there in harsh times. Hope you know it's not every time that you should be good. Also, we are laughing every time. There are times we'll be crying, God, oh God, oh God. But we are there together. You know, the people were facing persecution and they faced it together. They all cried and prayed that the place was shaking together. And so imagine the groanings that, hey God, my life is actually God. You know, people like, like <laughs> people like Noah were dead out there and say, Lord, Lord, don't let people say, come and arrest me, Lord. I don't want to go back to my country just yet, Lord. <laughs> I've come all the way, God. You know, and people like that are praying. Chairman is pray, God, pity me. Pity me, pity me. Just say, God, I don't want to go back to Indiana. I have nowhere to go, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Noah said, no, I can't return home. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. So imagine how they were praying. They were all in it together. They were all in it together. Oh God, oh God, oh. So why would the place not shake? <laughs> Their life is about to be gone. And guess what? Let me tell you one, one fun story about that place. Those 3,000 men that God saved, were offshoot of those who came to Jerusalem for Pentecost. They didn't go back. That's why the Bible says they sold their properties, they ate one another to, to, to rally around. That's why they said they were moving from house to house. So the people who sleep in famous house today, they say, ah, our house cannot contain you again. Oh, yeah, they'll move to Chamaka's house. Ah, yeah, Noah's house. So, yeah. That's how they were moving. So imagine they don't have a property, they don't have anything, they now see their life is at stake. Ha! <laughs> who will not pray? Then we go, so we all go through harsh times together. Are you getting me? I explained all of these things in Jesus and his disciples. We will go through harsh times together. Fourth times, but we are still there with one another. We will see miracles. We will see results. We will see the, the results to answers of prayers. And we will trust God together. Hallelujah. We will trust God together. The book of Acts focuses a whole lot on gatherings. Gatherings. The church progresses with gatherings. So when you get somebody, say, bring them into the gathering. Bring them into fellowship. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Bring your families, your siblings, your friends. Bring them into God. Let them join the family. The church is a family. It must be opened. And that's why you as a Christian must have an hospitable spirit. Hospitable spirit. Able to accommodate people. Accommodate people of all races. Black, white, middle, yellow, um, or green. Everybody. Accommodate people of all races. Are you getting me? You must have an hospitable spirit. We are there for one another. Noah is not an African, but Noah can already eat Nigerian food. <laughs> Hallelujah. He can eat the first jollof. He can eat yam and egg. He's, he's craving for more. That is, that, is, that is the fellowship. We are all there. We are all there. He's going to teach me how to eat his food too. Maybe one day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. So there is a high premium placed on believers gathering together. Very high premium. Very high premium. This is where we are thought. In the gathering of believers, we are thought. We are trained. We are not taught to grow spiritually. We are equipped for the work of ministry. We are thought. We are trained. We are not taught to grow spiritually. Everybody is equipped for ministry. Everybody is doing the same thing. You're all submitting your reports. You're all going for outreach. Or you're all healing the sick. You're all casting out devils. We're all equipped. Ephesians 4 verse 12. Ephesians 4 verse 12 as I begin to close now. Ephesians 4 verse 12. Ephesians 4 verse 12. Ephesians 4 verse 12. Ephesians 4 verse 12. It says, For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of ministries to the edifying of the body of Christ. So everybody is equipped. Everybody is nurtured. Everybody is taught. Everybody is trained for the work of ministry. So it is evident from the book of Acts and the epistles that the guardian of believers, the local church cannot be overemphasized. And remember, it is not online. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must gather with the family. Identify with the family. Are you getting what I'm saying? Identify with the family. When the first day I met Noah, I said what? I said, you are my brother, right? That's all. You are my brother. We are all brothers and sisters. Identify with the family. If you have a need, we walk together. We sort it out together, right? We pray together. We trust God together. We believe for miracles together. Just like they did for Peter. The church prayed. Are you getting me? They prayed. We'll all work together. We'll, we'll go through harsh times. We'll go through difficult times. We'll go through rough times. We'll go through good times. We'll go through sweet times. We'll go through smiling times. There will be times some of you will do baby. We'll have a baby. We'll come and celebrate with you. There will be some of the, the, no one is shaking his head. You want to have a baby soon. Fine, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> some of you will get married. We'll celebrate. Just like we turned up for Noah last week. Hallelujah. We we'll celebrate together. We we'll also cry together. Oh yeah. Some sometimes if it, if it God forbid, but if they re- why not take case where we have to go and mourn, all of us will wear our black and go and cry. We we'll all cry together as a family. Hallelujah. Praise that God. is a family. We are all there together. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise so it cannot be overemphasized. The guardian of the local church 
is highly esteemed by it. It must be highly esteemed by every believer. Bible says, forsaking not the assembly of believers as the manner of some are. You are not that some. Say, I'm not that some. You are not that some. And that gathering is not online, right? It is physical. Belong to a place physically. See, let me tell you, the devil always try to look for alternatives to people. And see, I can tell you because I have an experience of something. There is no way eh, you can grow online. Mm -mm, You can't be effective. Because there is something that comes with the local church. It is an effectiveness with service. Where are you serving? Where are you pouring your heart in? Where are you putting your resources in? Are you getting it? It comes with the service. Always learn to give your all to the local church. Hallelujah. Did this bless you this morning? Share with your neighbor what, what you learned this morning. Share with your neighbor.